Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to, you know, welcome to Earth. That's what I want to say today, because I am so thrilled about today's show. Been looking forward to it for like forever. Uh, And what I love about it is I get to hang out and do this with my co-host today, Joy Elaine. Now, what do I want to say about it? This show is is so important in, to the world we live in today. I'm not even sure at the moment how all of it will come to the forefront, but I know it will. Today, Joy is going to share with us, and, and she's going to be accompanied, uh, yeah, by by a couple of folks here. Recommit to supporting Earth and the fairies with co-host Joy Lane. So never in Earth's history has there been such an incredible shift as the one one that's gaining momentum now. Oh, man, I can feel it. Earth has always been a dual plane, and you're going to hear about why. But today, I get to talk with her. We get to talk with the fairies about how to begin moving in the flow that attracts what you want. And this is one of the most important shows that I could think about talking with you all about for a lot of reasons. One is that if you're in sitting thinking about your life and you think, I don't know how to create joy, I'm listening to too much of the news, I'm listening to too much of what's being said. Well, Joy Elaine is somebody that has been out in the world and has been bringing forth messages that are about healing, enlightenment, and much more. Today, whether you're going to hear from these fabulous ancient mystery school teachings or directly from the fairies today, I hope you have our call-in number. Joy, thank you. Welcome to the show. This is such an important message today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad to be speaking about Earth and the fairies, a couple of subjects that I really love. And last time I spoke with you, I mentioned that Earth was very important. And I imagine people might be thinking, what? <laughs> We're, we, we've never been told that. We've always been thought of as a little bitty speck somewhere out, somewhere out on the, the arm of the Milky Way galaxy and <clears throat> just not very important at all. Well, a couple of things. Humanity, the masters have told me that humanity, human beings, are the youngest species in every one of the 47 universes. Okay, so big deal. Well, we're young. Well, we've been existing in duality ever since Earth's Earth's beginning. And what does that mean? That means struggle. 
That means, you know, the tooth and nail fight for life. And that, the good news is, and that's what I'm so excited about to talk with you about today, about ways that you can help us move out of that because that is the potential. That's the future. We are beginning, and some of us are really in the midst of a huge shift towards non-duality. Now, what's that mean? It means for you an easier life, more grace, less drama, and eventually absolutely no drama. Mm. I love being able to have a different perspective than what we uh, are bombarded with in the day-to-day of our lives. And I wanted to ask you this question. I mean, you have been shown some things about the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there, whenever whenever something like that is said, uh, Joy, usually people brace themselves for the worst, right? <laughs> right. And so I want to ask you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh-oh, right. I've been shown stuff, right? Yeah, You're like, that... oh, no, not yeah. that again. Mm-hmm. And I would love for you to share what has been revealed uh should we be bracing ourselves here uh for good things yeah thank you (laughs) yeah Uh, well and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna briefly talk about the ultimate destination i love to really think about it a lot but some people listening might think it's too much like pie in the sky you're like oh that's just not possible But maybe not, maybe not your listeners, maybe they're more in tune to the possibilities because the ultimate thing that I've been shown is that Earth is pristine. We have perpetually renewing, ageless, healthy bodies that never die. Remember, they're healthy. You can look any way you want, and we're able to manifest anything we desire instantly. So... I love thinking about the earth that has no pollution, that has no, um, you know, none of the industrial things that we have. Now, we, we're not going to need those things because we can manifest our food. Well, people might have a little garden just for the fun of it, but, you know, I mean, I'm excited about that. Now, if that's beyond your able ability to picture something like that, know that we're going to move to that gradually. So what in the years ahead, we're going to be seeing less drama and trauma. I know it may not seem like that right now, but shift your focus to think about the good things. So less drama and trauma, money and abundance and relationships, honoring relationships are going to be flowing to you more easily. And you might have already noticed that you seem to be able to manifest things more quickly. Those are just precursors to instant manifestation. Now, as I said, there's there's interesting things happening on Earth now. But <clears throat> your job, if you want to accept this challenge, is just to hold in your heart that good things are coming. Because it's your vision of, of thinking about those things and 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 imagining those and and opening up your heart to accepting those. That's what shifts us out of this reality that we've we've experienced forever of the struggle. So that vision that you're holding, that each of you can hold in your heart, that's what's going to shift us. That's part of the collective shift that we're all going through right now. 
I want to just talk about what that means to hold that. And also, this is a very, this is so important that, Joy, what I would like to do is actually even skip the break at 15 because we've got so much to talk about. And I also mentioned today that we may, we may get a visit from the fairies. And I'd love for you to talk about that Um, because if folks are just listening and haven't heard the last shows we've done, um, they might be wondering, okay, what has happened here in that you have become the voice? And I love sharing this story. Your books, by the way, are absolutely fabulous. I mean, every time I pick up the book and the way that I read them, it's fascinating, right? The way that I read them is I open the book and I open to a page. And the next thing I know, I'm reading like 40 pages. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm lost in the dialogue of this. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you're probably thinking, wow. But I get lost in the dialogue because the dialogue contains energy, just like today's conversation. Right. right. I would love for you to talk about, you know, the energy of this and flow. How important. You want to hear something odd? Sure. Do you know today? Now, for you, it's not odd. Do you know how many show topics just this week have been about flow from different perspectives? One was about psychology. And here you and I are talking about it again, but talking about it in a way that invites everyone on the planet to play. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So you don't have to have a psychological perspective. You don't have to have a financial perspective. You're talking about a different perspective. I would love for you to help us understand what flow is and how accessible it is. And by the way, folks are going to want to know how do you bring how do you bring the the, the fairies forth? <laughs> well, you know, it's Shalaya, that's the fairy that I knew when I was a little girl and then forgot that I knew her. <clears throat> She's going to speak about mm-hmm. that. And she is um her 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 message is so perfect that I don't think I even want to address it. I think she just says the words better than I can say them. But I want to talk Mm -hmm. about that flow because I don't know if you've ever watched the movie, the movie Finding Nemo. If you haven't, there's this this scene where the turtles are in this uh, awesome flow of water that goes around Australia. And I've experienced being in that flow. Uh, And it's easy. It's... um, it's when you're it's when you're focused on what's the best for you and the and the and you're if you've got that open heart and you're thinking about oh I'd really like to have that in my life and I can feel that and I want to move into that flow instead of you know turning your canoe around and trying to paddle upstream which is what we've done for you know since the beginning of humanity we've we've struggled and we've I think we've got to learn how to not how to not do that and there's ways that you can do that first of all you you can just expect miracles to happen and mm-hmm. if you if you have a picture of your ideal life focusing on that vision that and imagining that that brings about the creation of it now some people hopefully not um i i know more people than than is ideal they get up in the morning they get dressed they go to work they come home they uh, have supper they watch tv they go to bed and that's their life and that was my life for quite a bit of my my middle adult years i didn't dream i didn't think about dreaming i was afraid to dream and of course you know that some people may choose that but i'm hoping that 
the tips that I'm going to give you, which are easy, they're not about sitting and meditating mm -hmm. for two hours a day, although you can do that if you want. But they're the little things that you can do to help start bringing that vision of your ideal life into being. So if you haven't thought about your ideal life, then start thinking about it. And you can start with little bitty thoughts about, oh, gosh, I'd really like to, I'd like to be in a better relationship than I am now. Um, I'd like to really love myself more. You know, Shalaya is going to talk about that too. But one of my things is, you know, you could stop watching the news. Or if you can't bear good to idea. stop, if you can, good, if, good idea. If, if you just can't bear to stop watching it, you can mute the first part and tune into the weather, which is going to be probably wrong, and then watch the sports if you're into sports, because you know that it's not going to be other than an occasional little tidbit that's thrown at you. It's not going to be good news. So instead of watching that, you could you could spend that 15 minutes or 10 minutes every night or morning, whenever you watch the news, if you, if you watch the news, looking ahead to brighter possibilities, looking for the good in everyone and every situation, and especially releasing the need to get into debates about whether someone's bad, maybe they should be punished, they did this wrong. That's just not where the ideal focus should be. So, and the good news is, as you start doing these little things, you start lighting the way for yourself to that ideal life. And the even better news for all the rest of us is that you create, you're going to create a path that others can follow. It's kind of like um, the wake of a boat, you know, you're in the boat and, and yeah. you make it easier for those that are coming behind you to just kind of flow along with this easier way to live. Um, that's that's what I really you know I've got some specific tips but did you have anything you wanted to bring forth about that easier way to live yeah I do because um, and and perhaps we can get we're going to get more insight you know when we do bring fairies uh, forth in the show today but one of the things that I wanted to ask you about and have you speak to is in looking at you know uh, these past this past decade, let's just round it to that. All right. Um, we've been holding our breath. Uh, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean that's a metaphor, but maybe not so much. But we people have been in this country. People have been holding their breath, and I I I wonder if we remember how to exhale, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I would like to talk with you about how we can look at uh, shifting the way we think or the way we act, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I don't know anyone really, even, even some folks that have been having a really tough time that say to themselves, you know what, Joy, I want to get up tomorrow and I want tomorrow to be worse than today. <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, do you know anybody that says that? Right. Right? Well, they don't say right. that. But, but somewhere but things... we hold it in our consciousness. Right. Right. Right? I'm waiting for the well, other shoe to drop. Well, and I would like to know right. what the fairies think about that little story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're, they um, they see what our world looks like through their the windows in their garden. But they remember the pristine view of the earth. And that's how their gardens are. 
All right. There's, it's just a, like a flow of creation in their gardens. I mean, a tree in a fairy garden, a tree can decide, oh, I've, I've, I've been a tree for a long time. I'd like to be a rock. And it can change just like that to a rock. Um, I, I said, well, you know, a flower, you know, here a flower blooms and then the bud dies and drops off. And then Gia, and Gia is the name that we have for Mother Earth, some of you. Mm-hmm. Um, she has she actually embodied to be part of the uh, solstice party in my first book, so um, she has a she has an energy physical body that is is present on the joy council. But Gia or Gaia, some people call her. Um, yes, exactly. Right, <laughs> and she'll be she'll be actually speaking a little bit in our next interview. Um, but um, I've kind of lost my train of thought about what she told me, but. She said that there's like 25,562,812 fairies, and they all are about love. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, there's never such been a, such a thing as a bad fairy. You might have read some books about that. That's one of my right. pet, pet peeves. Is if there's I, I just, actually have not. Okay, well, I have. I, have not. I mean, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I'm sure. But we're going through a stage right now where, I mean, think about it. You know, the movies that are coming out. Uh, I think we're longing to have fairies back in our lives as right. if they're gone. And they will be back in the eighth dimension. That's that non-dual dimension that we're talking about. Not only the fairies, but the people, the leprechauns, the dwarves, the elves, the dragons. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be back with us. So I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I'm, I'm ready to, to interact with those those beings they they aren't they aren't with us now because we're not we're not quite ready to live with them in peace mm-hmm. you know we've we've we killed off the dragons once and i was fortunate to be able mm-hmm. to restore them so they're just not quite ready but they will be back when we're not interested in killing people so i wanted to say that armageddon you know that used to be the thing when i was growing up we were worried about the bombs and the rockets and you know, the Cold War and all that sort of stuff. And if you shift your focus to these visions that I've been talking about, what you'd like to, what your life to look like, you're not feeding, you're not giving energy to those scenarios. And that's why we have avoided those kinds of things because enough of us are holding those higher visions that those didn't manifest and they won't manifest. I really want to encourage people to know that. What you think about, you bring about. Mm-hmm. So um, in, in each of my books, in the front of the books, it, there's an explanation about how you can get gifts from your future master self. I'm not really going to talk about that in this interview. I'm just going to, I'd like to just talk about a few, a few simple things that you can do in your daily life to help us bring this higher vision, this easy, graceful life about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about it because I really think we're ready to take action on our own behalf. Okay. So... When you're in a grocery store, I know you've been in a store and you've seen a parent that's having problems with the child, or the child having problems with the parents. We don't, I don't really know. I, and I'm, it's probably mm-hmm. not the best idea to, to butt in and say, hey, you know, don't treat your child that way, <laughs> or to have angry thoughts, you know, like how can, she, how can she do that or how can he do that to their child in case they're yelling. Just mm-hmm. instead of doing, instead of those reactions, those knee-jerk reactions, just send some loving energy to the whole situation, you know, and ask the angels to assist. They will always step forward. Archangel Michael told me that the only time 
Well, the angels can't interfere if you are participating in um, an activity or a scenario that you consciously or unconsciously chose. But if it's, if it's something that you just stepped into the wrong place at the wrong time, they can, they can do miracles. They can intervene. So, um, for example, if, you, if you're driving on the highway and you see this, this horrible traffic accident, well, usually your thought is, oh, my God, I wonder whose fault that was, or I wonder how badly they're hurt, or are they dead? You know, and, and if you think about that, just release that as quickly as you can, call in the angels, and, ha- and just have everybody just pour unconditional love onto that scenario. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, there's, there'll be an ambulance there. There'll be people that'll take care of. Just bless everybody involved in it and send them love. Don't feed the negative aspects of anything in your life. And that's, that's kind of, you know, I, darn, I get caught up doing that still. And I have to remind myself, <laughs> like, oops, you know, my roof's got a leak. I can't focus on how much is it going to cost. I got to think about, I know it'll work out. I'll get the perfect people to fix it. It'll be fine. So it's just a way of, you know, when we have those negative thoughts, you can cancel them. Just switch that channel in your brain and stop feeding that old third dimension mentality that most of us grew up in. And some people still insist, even though that dimension is gone, some people still insist on playing out those kinds of beliefs in their mind that it's going to be hard, you've got to struggle, you've got to fight, you know, the good news is, even if you're not willing to give up those kinds of beliefs and thoughts, most of us are, and you're going to get it eventually. Mm. <laughs> Gia told me, she said she's not going to leave anybody behind. So, But I, I don't like the idea of being the last one on the boat or the last yeah. one to get the No, I to, don't either. To get it, all right? So... <laughs> If there's these are new things and you've and you've tried things like this before and oh it just didn't work ah that positive thinking stuff just didn't work for me it's different now <laughs> yes. you're going to get it yeah the world is going to get easier and easier and it's going to just pick you up and carry you along in that stream of energy so my choice is I'm going to be one of the people that's on the crest of that wave. And you can choose to get carried along with it, and you can come in about 10 or 15 years behind everyone that's really focusing on higher principles. But if you want to be like me and be a forerunner, you get to the point of being able to manifest whatever you want. You learn to manage your thoughts. You learn to switch off the negative thinking and turn on the love. Yeah, I mean, this is really, uh, it's it's like someone described to me the other day, they said, you know, it's like I've had a, just this hole in my heart. But, you know, when I think about heart and I think about heartache, I know one of the, uh, I know one of the conversations you have, you know, is conversation with Cleopatra. And yes. I, I can't help but think, you know, when you think about love stories of our, well, I want to say our time, but still love stories, um, our hearts open up through hearing other people's uh, journeys. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, I know in your dialogue with Cleopatra, you know, what, what is it that's being said by Cleopatra about love, about our hearts? Well, <laughs> let me just share first of all that um, people, when they die, they continue to evolve after they're dead. That was really a startling concept to me. I thought, okay, well, you're dead, that's it, you know, you're going to, 
you're going to, you know, whatever they do in heaven or the afterlife. But the reason that that happens is that you're, they're no longer attached to collective consciousness, which keeps saying things like, you can't do it, you're no good, you don't love yourself, etc. And they've lost, they, they don't have any genetic component to their existence. And they they get to evolve and experience every scenario and that they didn't experience when they were alive. For example, my dad can play the fiddle now. He he, he had no musical mm-hmm. talent when he was alive. So Cleopatra mm-hmm. is even more advanced than she than she was when she was alive. And I've I've chatted mm-hmm. with her a couple of times, but the one the conversation that I thought would be really important for people to hear was one that was it's going to be actually in book eight. Uh, was just in May of this year that I spoke with her. And I asked her, you know, what what advice does she have for people now? And let me tell you, the words that she have that she spoke with me were so powerful. I was just in awe of this wow. woman. Just I could just feel the magnetism uh, emanate from her. So here's here's her words. She said, What I would wish to say to all whose hearts are open to hear it is that it matters not what your story is or was. It is what you create now living from heart. Living with the vision of what you wish to create allows all that is touched by that vision to support what you create. I, though known as a great beauty, was indeed not. Yet those that saw me believed I was. And so what you choose is what you project and what those whose eyes, hearts, and minds fall upon you will believe. And the last thing she said was work with what you have. Have it be enough and project it with the power within that allows all who vision you to know that what you project is the value that you seek others to bestow upon you. Mm. I just, uh, you know, I said, wow, I, I, I really... I'm impressed. And she said, well, you know, the only advice she had for me was to use a little more charcoal. <laughs> she used that for makeup. <laughs> use that for makeup. <laughs> so uh, I was... Of course, yeah, we yeah, know I, why that is, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, her she told me her eyes were a little too close together, people would have thought. So she enhanced them with charcoal. She's, you know, she was one of the beauty products of the ancient times. So I couldn't just, I had to have words from Antony and Caesar because all three of them are at the council. Yes, yes, yes. And that was so touching to me because, you know, she really did love both of them and both of them still love her. They're still together. They share quarters at the council. But love doesn't die, does it? No, it doesn't. So here's here's what Mark said, Mark Antony. Okay. Whatever your heart draws you to, it should be clear and felt deeply, as clear as the waters of a mountain spring. And he also speaks about this stream. He says, I would suggest for all to find that clear stream within themselves that will attract and draw to them that which is of perfection. Mm. So, and finally, Julius Caesar and just him, I just when he said, "I am Julius," I was like, "Oh my God, I'm really listening to Julius Caesar." And he he just he just sounds like just a regular man, you know. He said, "I think simply my presence is enough. Does it not speak volumes that to love is more than life itself, for it is eternal?" 
Step into who you are, be the best someone that you are and can be, and live it. Be it. Leave nothing but that truth as your reality. I'm so privileged Those to be... Those are very powerful words. Extremely. Very powerful words for our time, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm very privileged to be able to speak with those people like that, Buddha, Hiawatha, Mr. Kennedy. Um, mm-hmm. You can read those conversations in my books, and I'm just fascinated even still thinking about the people that I've had a chance to speak with. Well, we're going to be going to break, but before we do, um, you know, I've mentioned your books, you've mentioned your books. I would love for you to take a moment uh, and uh, describe what the books are, uh, because many many of the folks tuning in may not know, may not have heard the other show, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think it's they're just so beautiful. I'm not talking about the cover. I'm talking about what's in them. I mean, there's a vibration to what you've been able to bring forth that you can almost see them on as I look at them on on you know on my on my desk. You can almost see them move. <laughs> and I know that you can talk about them better than I can. Right. Please tell folks what they are. And also, let's make sure they know how to find out more about you and the books. Because when we come back, when we come back, uh, we have a very special segment. You know, what uh, we're calling it the fairy interview, aren't right. we? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gia has a little bit to say, All right. Go ahead. Too. Please let them know. So my website okay. <laughs> is uh, my website is www.joyelaine that's j o y e l a i n e dot com. All the books with the descriptions and the covers are are displayed there. You can also buy them on Amazon, uh, Kindle, uh, and I just I'm so excited because I just finished the approving the final proof for book five, which is Return of Dragons. Mm. So. There's there's everything you can imagine in my books and things you can't imagine that even I still like I know I experienced it I heard the words I I've seen the things and it's still like oh my gosh can that really be true I mean everything including the kitchen sink and and beyond is is in the books it's advice from the masters it's my experiences with non-dual individuals it's it's the wonder of knowing that magic really is uh, a part of our lives on earth as will be more and more manifest in every day of your life just being open to those kind of things the Osiris, who's um, one of the Egyptian pantheon gods, but he's also one of the the patriarchs of this universe, told me that about 60% of the information in the books is actually telepathic. So, you know, you're sitting and reading and you're thinking, wow, my mind is just opening up to all these magical possibilities. And, And that's one of the most exciting components for me, is that it opens your heart and your mind to the possibilities, because they are possible. They will be happening. I would love for you to just let folks know when we come back, give them an idea of what they're going to experience here today. You're going to hear Shalaya speak, and even just hearing the tones of her voice, I think, I know it'll, it'll help your hearts to open. Um, there's no way that you can interact with a fairy at any level and not be blessed and, jo- and joyful. And there's a fairy, unless you live on Antarctica or you live in the middle of the Sahara Desert, 
there's a fairy garden right where you are. And I'm gonna and I set it up with, with Shalaya so that the fairy queen for your garden is gonna be able to give you a conch if you want one. And I'm gonna explain what a conch is. It's it's fun. You'll get a chance mm. to hear her speak in this next segment, Shalaya, my lovely my lovely fairy friend. Oh, this is going to be so beautiful. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, uh, just get into a place where you can relax, where you can completely absorb this, uh, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Vadili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you and your family looking for one manageable lifestyle change that will positively impact your health? Look no further. That change begins inside your drinking glass. Learn how to put a lid on junk drinking by sipping from a recipe collection of colorful, fresh, tasty, wholesome fruit and vegetable blends. Get your copy now of Sip the Garden. Fun, easy drinks for a healthier family by T. Carrie Mitchell. Visit lifestyle120.com for information on how to order. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests.
Welcome back, everyone. For those of you just tuning in, what a very special show this is. And uh, I'm, I'm just thrilled to have uh, Joy Elaine joining me here today. Um, many, many of the things we've talked about, you definitely can find out more about at, at the website, her website, joyelaine.com. But right now, we've got something very special for all of you. Joy, t- tell folks what's about to happen. Well, you're going to hear Shalaya, a fairy, fairy that I knew when I was a little girl. And the channeling, you're going to actually hear her voice because this is a channeling that comes to a very gifted individual and she connects with this, with Shalaya right in her fairy garden. So it's about, I think, about eight minutes um, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Hello, Joy. Hello, Joy. Hmm. It is good to see you. Oh, it's good to talk with you. I haven't been here for a few days, at least not. Yes, but everything is fine, even though you don't come. Well, because the whole world is in happiness. Oh, well, I'd like for you to talk about that because, you know, I wanted to let you know that a lot of people are going to be listening to our conversation, not today, but in the days days ahead. So, um. I want to kind of, oh. yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, what do you think that humans can do to help help support the fairies in Kia? Well, I don't think they, they believe that we are real. So, yeah, first thing is if they believe that we are real, <laughs> then of course they will see us or they will feel us there. Okay. Well, because... Because, of course, um, they cannot uh, hurt us. They can hurt us at all because we're in a little bit different dimension, you see? Right, right. I knew that. That, but some, that kind of frustrates people, though, because I know, I know people, if they, if they could see you, they, I think they would believe, but you're, you're really wondering. Oh, I don't know, though. They, they would try to catch us. Ah, uh, yeah. And put us in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, but when they were little kids, they could see us. Yeah, okay. And when they could see us, they, they could see us with their eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so the first thing you got to do is to start to believe in fairies, all right? Yes, because if you believe in us, <laughs> you can then uh, imagine that we are looking at you and we are sending you um, happy thoughts because this is a time for people how to begin thinking happy. Right. Uh, that's really one of the things I would hope you would t- tell people about what you would like for them to know about Oh, it is important for people to realize that Guy loves them very much, very much, and is offering many, many, many goodies for you. And it is time for everybody to start to love themselves more and also to uh, see themselves. to see themselves, because I do not think they see their true selves at all. Mm, right. They only see what they think that they see in the mirror, but it's not the truth. They are so beautiful, and they are so bright and shiny, very beautiful. Yes. 
Well, we're ho- we're hoping to help people remember how beautiful they are. That's one of the things I'm talk about in my books. So I'm well, hoping. stop looking to see the wrinkles. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if they can start to see those, just how beautiful. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I've got a challenge with the wrinkles myself. So. Oh, you are beautiful, Joy. Thank you, Shalaya. I'm starting to accept that, so thank you very much. Mm, it is good. And also, if they can plant more flowers, please. Mm. <laughs> yes, if they plant more flowers, even if it is in little boxes, because everything is all made of cement, you see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so much of the world is cement now. <laughs> yes. Huh? But, but not when our vision of it, because we still had the vision of it before it was a man. <laughs> yes. A long time ago, right? I mean, you've been... Mm. It is the same for us as it always was. We see it only as that. Well, I want to do. I want to ask you if you can do me a favor and ask the fairy queens all over the world to, um, if it's possible, if people want to get a conch, if they could do that. Oh. <laughs> yes, I can do it. <laughs> I can tell all the fairy queens to give everybody a conk that wants one, but only those who wants us one, because if they don't want one, we don't want to give it. Right. So what I thought was if people would just kind of step outside wherever they are and just kind of intend to connect with the queen that's in that for that garden and bow their head for a second, then the queen would know they wanted a conk. Yes, and if they open their heart to us and they say, Oh, fairies, with their hearts, <laughs> I'm a gunk. <laughs> then we will give them one for sure. So could you explain what a conch does, what a conch would do? Well, it's a conch, Joy. We have a, we have a, a every queen has a wand. Right. But and when you conch the head, <laughs> it wakes them up. Oh, well, I know you conked me for luck forever, and I remember you conking roses. Yes, well, it depends on what the intention is, and and someone can say, Oh, fairy, fairy, I have the intention of this. Please make a conk. <laughs> if it can be, um, if it could maybe be for more piles of gold, <laughs> or to make their flowers go better. Oh, if it can be to make it so that they are more happy, then of course we are always happy to make conkings. Okay. But most okay. people don't know about conk. Right. Well, I know, and that's why I wanted, I wanted you to tell them about it. So it's just a touch with a fairy queen's wand. So. Yes. And and all the fairy queens they take have wings. Yes. Right. So they can fly right up and gunk. <laughs> yes, we can do plenty of gunkins. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to talk much longer because uh, I've, I've got some other things to do today, but is there anything, any other thing you would like to tell people before I, before I say goodbye? Oh, yes. I think it would be good for them to know that the plants and the animals love you. They love you so, 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 so much. Every tree loves you. 
every grass loves you and every every bird every uh, little ant and even the worms loves you and uh, there are all kinds of animals and plants and birds that are here to support you Mm. And if you let yourself be loved by them, then you will start to remember to love yourself even more. So I think that sounds like good advice. Yeah, so I think so too because because you are not alone. I want you to know from my heart to your heart that no one is alone on earth. You are surrounded by. Everything that loves you. <laughs> yes. Conk or no conk. <laughs> Everything loves you. Oh. Everything that is here, every flower, every birdie, oh, even, even the rocks love you. So please, <laughs> remember to love you too. Oh, thank you, Shalaya. Can I have a kiss before I go? Oh, I don't punk you also. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Wow. I know. Every time I listen I just feel mm. like I just love her, you know. Mm. And those words, you are not alone. It just sticks mm-hmm. in my mind because we aren't. Everything is sentient. Every part of Earth loves us. It's a lesson just to remember that, to just remember that we are loved and we're not alone. There's a lot of information it, about... It is, Joy. I mean, it is a lesson to remember that. I mean, that is really what you talked about earlier. Um, how do we go about remembering that? What are what are the messages around this for us? Well, one thing you can do is just um, take... How can you? What can you do to change your life just a little bit so you pay more attention to what's going around you in nature? You know, at the trees, at the grasses, at the flowers that you've planted. Hopefully, you'll plant more of them. Although it's getting to be kind of late to plant this year, but Gia mm-hmm. actually um, talked to me about a higher vision, and I'd like to share just a little bit about that. About she called it a story that Please. might might be. And she actually gave me a template for it. And here are her the words that she told me at the council. There are individuals who have had in their hearts the greatest and most beautiful vision for their existence and experience. You might be one of those people. I didn't. She didn't say that. I just added that. But she did say, mm-hmm. if you were to collect all these visions of what would have been possible, what was possible, what was chosen, and what was forgotten, that holds that vision of the higher point, then you could project this to individuals at those very important junctures of their existence when they could have, if they chose, made that higher selection. So now here's the really good news. Using SDH, that's the energy modality that I practice I did collect those higher visions from your future self. Those visions uh, for your highest life that you could possibly live. And the Joy Council added them to the template that Gia gave me. And those energies have been being transmitted to Earth from the Joy Council since July of 2014. So all you have to do in the days and months ahead is just to choose to tune into those suggestions because your future self has been giving you those 
If you love Shalaya, there's a lot of information about her and the other fairies uh, that I meet beginning in book two and onward. There's a fairy wedding in book three that was one of the most precious events I've ever had a chance to experience. And I think as you read about mm. the fairies, perhaps you'll remember seeing them when you were a little child. Because you do, you did. Mm. So what's the one simple thing you could do to help the fairies? Well, I asked the fairy queen for my garden. Her name is Tuli. I asked her that a while back, and she said, if, I could, if you could just laugh for five minutes a day, it would light up my whole garden. And I thought, well, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, it's kind of difficult for humans to do that. But having more laughter in your life, the fairies can feel that. They know when you're sad. It's an energy that you transmit. So the laughter, it not only helps you, but it helps the fairies and, and the earth. So look for ways to laugh. Have fun with your life. Wow. Mm-hmm. If, you'd like to, if you'd like to try uh, on your own to look into the fairy gardens, there's a journey on my website that guides you to do that. Uh, it's, again, it's on www.joyelaine.com. Uh, it's talk, and I think it's titled uh, Crystalline Windows into Fairy Gardens. And you'll find mm. a list of the names of several fairy queens and the cities their gardens are associated with. So since there's over 23 million fairies, I don't really have all the names of them, but I got probably <laughs> 30 or 40. And also Seattle is, is one of the fairy queens named too. So, You know, I, I want to uh, just get back to what you said about laughter. Um, uh, you know, I don't know how many times maybe you've heard or I've heard you know, when we talk about laughter a little bit, how many times people say, you know, I don't really have anything to laugh about. Mm -hmm. But what I've discovered about laughter is that you can simply laugh. You don't have to have something to laugh about. And I don't know if you've ever tried this, Joy, but I know I have. I mean, I, I tried this in, a, in an elevator in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> one of those jammed elevators, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, going up to, yeah. Get in an elevator. And for those of you out there, you know you, you're, you're trying to talk on your smartphones. And just get in one of those elevators with other people and just start laughing hysterically and watch what happens to people's faces. Now, you may be thinking, well, they're going to think I'm crazy. But I guarantee you, if you step out of that elevator and turn around, those folks are going to have a smile on their face. Isn't it contagious, Joy? Right, because I've got a smile on my face right now just hearing you talk about it. <laughs> no kidding, right? right. I mean, right. It, and everybody's got their smartphones up to their ears, right? Mm -hmm. But just the idea of laughter, and, you know, there's laughter now. Laughter is being used, for example, like in children's hospital you know, with with children that are healing, it's being used. You know, in in you know, for people that uh, are in some of the uh, elder communities. I mean, it's it, the 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 magic of this is now being recognized, albeit not fast enough for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I have a I have a trick that I do. There's, I think it's in book two or three. All right, tell us. 
wear a Laponi. That's the genie that's um, the master creator for it at the Joy Council. We cel- we're celebrating Halloween, and he had tractors, okay, like John Deere, Massey Ferguson, regular earth tractors that he created. And I think he must have had, he had like jet propellant in them because he had them turned on and lined up. And some of the men, Kennedy was one, Osiris, Osiris was another one. Um, I forget who the other racers were, but they, they didn't, Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. Well, Kennedy was the only one who knew anything about a tractor. So he climbed on it, and he was the first to, to get it to go, and it raced full speed ahead, tires screeching. I can just see him now hanging onto the wheel for dear life through a, through a wall of hay. You know, that was the finish line. <laughs> and whenever I think about that, I have such a picture in my mind of that vivid, like how hilarious it was. Because then the others kind of, he came back and kind of showed the others and they all, all the, the women weren't interested in doing this. <laughs> but the men thought it was just great to, to be able to, to do something like that. So I have these these funny things that happen in the books that I can, when I'm feeling a little down, I can I can picture President Kennedy driving, I think it was a John Deere tractor, a green one, through the wall of hay and coming out the other side with straw scattered from here to kingdom mm-hmm. come. So, you know, there's there's humorous things in my books that I that I love to share with people. And there's also really masterful, magical things. But laughter, I agree with you that just forcing yourself I know you don't even feel, when I started thinking about my roof, I didn't feel like laughing. I thought, oh, God, I hadn't planned on a leaky roof. But it, it's not, it's not going to help to imagine the worst, which is, again, part of the programming that we've been, um, that we've had for 125,000 years. That's how long human beings have had souls. And we've struggled for 125,000 years to survive. And remember that we are moving out of that. I want I would love for you to join me in this wave that we're creating. Reading the books, you get gifts from your master self. You get to take part in the transmissions that are that are t- that are taking place. Every time I visit the Joy Council, the last time I was there, Charlie had 47 transmissions to send out for blessings, for gifts, for uh, upliftment for our world, for our universe and for the other 46 universes. So I'd love for you to join me. Be part of the be part of the fun that we're having as we evolve instead of struggling every day of your life. I wanted to thank you so much for the gift of this today. You're welcome. And you know the the the, the timing of this, the timing of this could not have been any better for a change in the energy and there's a lightness about this you know what i'm saying i Mm -hmm. I, for those all of y'all listening to the show i'm hoping you feel uplifted today a little bit i'm hoping you feel that there is something now that is fresh and light in the consciousness that we just shared for you to latch on to one last question thank you joy and what's your personal message what would you like to leave us with today um, I wanted to. I would like for you to tune into the next interview and maybe listen to this one again. Share the share Shalaya's upliftment with just hold it in your heart about everything loves you and you're not alone. Next time we're going to talk about honoring Earth, our home, and Gia, Mother Earth has a few words to you to say to you, 
And we'll be open for some questions, I believe. Didn't we decide that, Pat? Yes, we will. We are so, going to open it up. We're going to invite everyone to participate and literally bring a consciousness conversation to the forefront. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for today, Joy. You're welcome. Awesome. For those of you out there, the books that I'm referring to, please check them out. Amazing. You can go to joylane.com. Uh, and we've got lots more to come, many more shows, conversations, which you'll be able to have that and much more. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.